Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Dr. Rob Kelly, who is a sought-after recovery expert. Dr. Rob, how you doing? Doing good, man. How are you, Timmy? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Sure. My name is Dr. Rob Kelly. They call me the addiction doctor. I've uh, been around for a few years. Hello, I live in San Antonio, Texas, but as you can tell by the voice, I'm from uh, England, Manchester, where that famous football team is. Uh, and I uh, I work with alcoholics and addicts and people with trauma, life trauma itself. We have four offices around the world. Uh, I'm a very sought after expert, as you know, TV, books, everything out there you could imagine. Um, we take on four patients at any one time. And... I used to be a musician. Well, I can I kind of still am, but not with the depth. So in my height, what I do for fun is play guitar. My office is kind of weird because it's actually a music room and office. I've got drums over there. I've got nine, ten guitars there, violins, PA systems all around me. So yeah, I uh, I enjoy music and uh, it calms me down a little bit. There we go. There we go. So you're an addiction doctor in San Antonio from England and you play guitar in your free time. Yes, I, I used to be the bass player at the uh, studio bass player, Abbey Road in London, the very famous Abbey Road. Played with Elton John, Queen, David Bowie, all them guys. Uh, met Dr. Dre. Uh, you know, just it just goes on and on, my uh, my musical stuff. So, yeah, I still love it. I, uh, I listen to all kinds of music, but rap, old school, 80s rap, not the stuff we have today. Although it's good. But the 80s and 90s stuff, going back to Dre and all them guys, they uh, love that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That is awesome. You've had quite an eventful life, it seems. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just, I remember an old man telling me outside school one day, he was sat on the bench waiting for a bus. And he was, I say old, I don't know how old he was. He was probably 70s. Um, And I was a kid, 12, 13 years old. And I always remember what he said to me. And he said, life goes too fast, son. Do everything you can and enjoy everything to make sure that when you get to 70 or 80, you'll never regret not having done anything. And that's what I do. I, especially after coming off the streets with the addiction, like there's nothing I will challenge now because my answer is what you, what can you do to me? What can you do to me that hasn't already been done? You know? So I I take chances and I enjoy life. Yeah. I love it. Well, tell us about your motivation. What really gets you up and keeps you going every day? Um, Helping others. Would you believe, you know, I've been through such a traumatic time myself um that i want to help others i really do so getting up in the morning complimenting people i monetary because god's allowed me to do this i monetary bless somebody every time i leave the house i'm always complimenting people my office staff are always happy and if there's a problem we sort it out between us and you know just giving in my experience to other people and helping families put their life back together on it's uh it's amazing i also have three english bulldogs which are fantastic. So all that gets me up out of bed every morning, singing at 6 a.m. There we go. There we go. I love the energy. I love the energy. Well, tell us about 
dreams and goals. I know you've done a lot, but what is your vision for your life and your practice moving forward? Well, I've kind of done everything. When I came to America, they said, you can't be on TV. You know, I did that. You can't write a book, did that. You know, you can't open, did that. Um, I worked with some of the highest performing sports stars, the highest paid actors in the world, film, movies, everything that you can imagine. I've worked, they've come through my practice. But I would like to leave a legacy, and that legacy is this. I see a big difference between people that can afford treatment and people that can't. And although everybody's important, I was one, one of the guys that couldn't afford it when I was on the streets. Before that, I could. I was wealthy, and then I lost everything, ended up on the streets, and I couldn't afford it. And I think everybody should have access to recovery and a new way of life and families being put back together again. So I'm visualizing in San Antonio, a 100-bed rehabilitation center for alcohol, drugs, and trauma victims. Uh, 50 beds will be paid, and 50 beds uh, we will um, take it free, and we will pro bono them right through the three-month contract. I gotcha. I gotcha. So 100-bed rehabilitation center, <laughs> 50 paid, 50 free, and is it... You said alcoholics, drug addicts, just anybody in recovery? Yeah, anybody in recovery or trauma. Trauma is the gateway drug. Everyone says marijuana. is. It's not. It's trauma. And I also, which with my next one, which is coming to fruition now, Timmy, is a British tea shop in San Antonio. Not an English tea shop run by Americans selling fries, and but a real proper English tea shop selling teas and all the English food together high teas and stuff like that so we started looking at premises for that last week there we go that is exciting i know this is awesome absolutely crazy you know it's i'm right crazy. in austin san antonio is not too far it's a two-hour drive yeah. nothing <laughs> my fiance was actually down in san antonio this past week for uh she she does some educational consulting work and so yeah just right Next on time you down you guys hit us up we'll we'll take you for a a six-hour day that will blow your mind. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll definitely hold you to that. Well, awesome. So we got the leaving a legacy for people, and that's happening in the 100-bed rehabilitation center and the English <clears throat> tea shop. Is there any other dreams or goals that you want to chat about? Um, I don't think so right now. I've literally – I'm so blessed. I've literally got everything and done everything and have everything that I want. Uh, I've worked very, very hard in the industry and out – we gave $150,000 back to the homeless and people wanting to get back in recovery a year out of our own pockets. We also have my book on sale, all this, every single dime, any that's spent, not the profits, every dime that's spent on that book is added to that $150,000 a year donations to uh, to people that, you know, that come to us that need help. So I, I'm living, I live the dream. I drive a $200,000 car. I live in a million-dollar house. Um, we bless everybody. 20% of our work is pro bono. We're always giving back. And I have a great life. I mean, there's nothing I want or need. You know, so my vision, if it was to go larger, and you hear this all the time, but I truly mean it. If people can be kinder to each other, the world will change. So for you guys at home, how can we change the world? Just do that. If we're not changing the world, what are we doing? We're just getting up every morning surviving. What's the uh, point in that? You know, especially alcoholics. If you want to get well and start helping others, great. If you don't, you might as well go drink yourself to death. What else is this to do? I tell people that all the time. Live the dream. 
instead of dreaming of living. Because that's what I did when I was on the streets. I was dreaming of just having a normal life. Now I've taken it to excess. And it's absolutely amazing. Live life on life's terms. I love it. Yeah, I'm such a big fan of getting up to impact people, getting up to be kind, getting up to change the world. <laughs> because not only is it like that whole dreaming of living, like those are the things we dream of. Like we dream of impacting people. Those are the places we get fulfillment. And so if you're doing anything else, you're just kind of barely living like or not living at all. And it's just yeah. a tragic way to spend your time. You know, I see people all the time, wealthy people like me, and they never give anything back. They haven't got time for anybody to live in this world of what you got some money in the bank big deal you know your life you get up in the morning you sit and watch tv you're miserable you know it's like that's not what life's about life's about changing people's lives and when we do that i have i have a great one that i always tell my patients is when you're out and there's a lot of people around pick one person that has something cool on sneakers are always the best this is the reason why walk past them and go hey man nice sneakers and they'll go oh thank you man thank you when he carries on walking watch him He'll look down at his sneakers two or three times while he's walking. So you've just made his day. Guess what? When he goes home to his girlfriend or wife, he's in a great mood. And all of a sudden, the girlfriend or wife's in a great mood. Now you've affected two people. Then the mother calls the daughter to have a chat. Well, because she's in a good mood, the mother's now in a good mood that tells the dad who's in a good And he just ripples through the yep. community. And all of you said was nice sneakers. Mm. Yeah, two seconds of your time. Yes. And just a genuine it. compliment. And <clears throat> I love it. Well, awesome. What are the top one to two skills that you need to develop in order to get to your dream of that 100 bed rehabilitation center or the English tea shop? <laughs> the English tea shop is under wraps. It's, it's going. My sister's relocating to England. Sorry, from uh, San Antonio from England. And she arrives November. So she's going to be running it mainly. With her husband so i think that's a go that's going to happen no matter what we're just going to make sure that happens uh the bed um it all comes down to finances and donations and stuff like that so we started a 5013c it's going through at the moment called the rob kelly foundation and uh, donations into that will build the 100 bed unit and uh yeah i mean everything i do today timmy it's, it's not a, it's not a thought the way the brain works and the neuroscience that we, that we use here, it's a guaranteed deal. If we decide we're going to do something, we're going to do. We don't take no for an answer. We're very, we're very much believes in quantum physics. Once you can see something, hold it in your, you know, visualize it, you can hold it in your hand. We have choices of where we want to be every day. The only reason that people are not millionaires or successful or good fathers is because you can't visualize yourself being there. Quantum physics tells us, let's say a basketball court. Quantum physics tells me I could be 25 places at the same time because nothing is solid on a basketball court. 25 places. Where do I visualize myself? I'm selfish. I want to be near the goal. Never play basketball. Get the ball, bang it in the net. I want to be the hero of the game. The question begs, how do I get there? And the answer is the same, guys. Walk over and take that position. Boom. End of story. Don't crawl for it. Don't beg for it. Walk over and take it. It's a reality. And this is where people think it's not that easy. It really is that easy to do stuff like this. Yeah, I love that. I love the quantum physics spin on it because we often hear about the law of attraction and we often hear about, you know, affirmations and all that stuff. But 
when it's backed by quantum physics. Like there are many exactly. books out there that yeah. show the connection. And so, yeah. You know, the problem with human beings today, and especially the guys I've worked with, is we attract what we think we are worth. We don't attract what we are worth. And many of our patients for the first time of the session will come on and I will say, if we could swap places for three minutes right now, all your life problems will be solved because you don't see who you are. And that's the problem with society. My, 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 my friend was clearing out a relative's house and he found an old photograph of me and him, like black and white when we were both bodybuilders and you know stuff like that, about 17, 18 years old. And he went, Rob, check this out. I'm like, what, what? He said, look at this photograph. And he showed me the photograph. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at the size of my arms. We looked amazing. God, we were good looking. Our waists were thin. And he said, I know, right? Those were the days, Rob. And I went, yeah, but we, we didn't know it then. We didn't know that those were the days. And he said to me, Rob, what if today's one of those days? And it blew my mind. I'm like, oh, my God. God, you've got to live for now and go for your dreams and never look back. And, you know, the brain is sweet. We study neuroscience. That's our ticket. That's, that's what separates us from anybody else because we offer a money-back guarantee on a, on, a, on a rehab place, which is nobody else does that in the world. But it's because, you know, you need to know how the brain works, how we attract things, how you can have things, how the hypothalamus and the basal ganglia work, the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala all work together to create this human being that can go out and do these amazing things. But we only attract what we think we are worth. And that's the biggest problem. I can't go for that because learned behavior from childhood tells me that mom and dad used to work in a, you know, in a cleaning company. And that's what I'm supposed to do because I've been with them clean. That's what I'm saying. No, you can, you can change learned behavior. You can change a measurement passed down from family to family to family. You can change them neural pathways to change into successful neural pathways, it's neuroscience. It's proven. Neuroplasticity, I specialize in. That's what it's called. I can take anybody in the world and change them into a world changer within 90 days, period. That's it. Otherwise, I'll send you money back. What's wrong with you? You know, it's like you have to visualize this stuff and then go for it. And I've worked with over 7,600 people over the 30 years I've been doing this, and not one has failed. Because this is about changing people and changing lives. Mm. I love it. I love it. So what are the highest impact daily actions? So we, you said finances and donations for your <coughs> C3 um, are the top things that kind of need to happen for the dream to come true. What are the daily actions that take you towards, you know, maximizing those finances, maximizing those donations outside of, I guess, well, tell us how you walk through the process of A, seeing it, and then B, how that translates into daily action. Well, I truly believe, I'm a spiritual guy. I don't go to church, but I'm a spiritual guy. Uh, there are 27,000 gods, just pick one. I was told, so I'll pick one, my own concept of God. And I believe that in any journey, and this has also been proven scientifically, that there is an energy and a spiritual connection to something up there. Uncle Bill, universe, God, whatever you want to call it, there's a spiritual being. So we started to study that. And we find out once you have a neural pathway change, once you are connected with a spiritual being of some kind, which I think everybody fundamentally is at birth, then my DNA changed. When my DNA changed, I wasn't that crazy, alcoholics, homeless, you know, killing people almost. And I was this new person that had this connection of power that flows in. 
So the vision of this bed and the vision of everything we've had is kind of, I live that every day, you know? We used, to, we used to have a little office on the seventh floor of a medical building in Highland Park in Dallas, very, very, you know, posh. And uh, every day I walked out, there was a huge, like six offices all in one unit. And I turned the corner and went into my office, which was 12 by 12. And every day I got off, I visualized walking into that office. And I'd walk up to the door and pretend to open. It was closed. I did that for three months solid. I went, oh, oh it's closed. I did that for three months solid. And then one day my assistant came down and said, hey, the guys have offered you the office next door. Half the rent, but you get the first year free. I'm like, we'll take it. And it, I mean, there's no way could we have afforded that. It was like 10 grand a month, you know, and we were just starting up and we took it. So that, you know, if you want to be a millionaire, start acting like one. If you want to be a boss at work, start acting like one. You know, when you walk out, you, you've got to hold your head up high. You've got to don't slump. You've got to imagine that you are the man, period. And everybody will respect you. There was a, a study done back in the UK at a school. The age group of the school between eight and 11. And a scientific research lab went into that school and said, hey, listen, headmaster and staff, we have, a, we have developed a test, an exam, that when the children take it, we can tell the top three people in your school that are going to go on to be captains of industries, multi-billionaires, you know. And they said, there's no way can you do that. So we can so they brought the test in the next day. Everybody sat the test, took about 40 minutes. All the kids did it, 40 kids, 40 children, filled in the test and they went away. They come back the next day and they said, where have you top three? I go, well, the teacher's like, oh yeah, I need to hear this because I know Billy will be there, Billy. Okay, what's the first one? Tony. Tony? You mean, yeah, Tony. Oh, okay. Okay, what's the next one? Jane. Jane. And I, really? We promise you that's going to be it. The third one's Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. He said, we'll be back in 12 months' time to see how these kids are going. 12 months' time, they came back. Headmaster walked in with all the staff, and he sat down and said, how did you do it? And the scientific lab said, how did we do what? How did you pick them top three? Because the first two you picked, there's no way. Would we have? How did you know? And what he said was mind-blowing. He said, actually, we didn't know. The tests and exams that they took, we threw them back in the trash when we got home to the lab. And we give you three random names in school, three random names we picked out of our hand. And because we picked them three names and told you they'll be captains of industry and multi-billionaires, so you started treating them that way. And because you treated that way, so they become. I'm like, boom, what? Yeah, well, that's that part of taking it. You know, you want to do something, act like you've already got it. it I've never seen it not work in, in, in all the people I've worked with. It's like, we again, law of attraction, we attract what we think we are worth. Everybody listening to podcasts, first of all, you're not listening by mistake. I want to put that out there. I'm just telling you that for instance. And secondly, this is your wake-up call. This is your chance. You know, I was going to start that podcast, but, you know, Billy said he's not ready. Start it! Start it on your own. Go out there, do it. 7.3 seconds is the magic code, guys. This is what we come up with. In the first 7.3 seconds of anything you want to do, you have to make an attempt. So if I want to go to the gym tomorrow and I'm sat on my couch eating potato chips and I go, you know something, I'll go to the gym tomorrow. Within 7.3 seconds, get up, walk to the bedroom, put my sneakers and my clothes into a bag, walk to the garage, put it on the garage door. The next morning you will go. 
If you want to start a podcast, but your friend is messing around or you're too nervous, walk to the computer, do something. You know, start podcast start tomorrow on Facebook, post it, it's done. The next day you'll follow through. It's just about knowing how far you can really go. And I'm telling you now, you will never believe how far you can go. You will never believe it. I love that story you just told mostly because it it just excites me it excites me to like when you treat somebody differently like not only are we so each human gets what they think they're worth but then we also tend to treat people a like what they think they're worth and then b how what we think they're worth yes so many of us project our own limiting beliefs and limiting thoughts onto people and it's not helping their situation at all. No. And so I just love that. Break story. the mold. Break the mold. If you've got a plan B, guys, forget it. Forget plan A. It's never going to work. Yeah. No plan B. Plan A only. I remember meeting Arnold Schwarzenegger in England many years ago when he was just did Pumpkin Iron, underground movie. Nobody knew who he was. He'd won the Misty Olympia. He was doing some stuff in Manchester because we were bodybuilders. With association we belong to, we picked him up at the airport and we had to keep him airport to show for three days. I remember sat with Arnold in a in a in a, a room of a nice hotel, and I was intrigued with him because of the mind. And I said to him, "Oh, okay, Arnold, you've got an amazing physique, but tell me something. When all this goes, what are you going to do? He doesn't pay much now." And he said, "He said these three things, and he said, uh, I have three things that I'm going to do.'" In real broken English, by the way, we were kind of laughing. He said, the first one is I'm going to become the highest paid movie star in the world. Well, we're like, Arnold, no disrespect. You can't freaking talk English. There's no way you're going to do that. Check. Next, he said, I'm going to become a governor of a state and preferably in California. We're like, yeah, good luck with that. I didn't even know you couldn't could be a governor if you wasn't a citizen because you come from Graz in Austria. And the third one, Oh, Timmy, the third one, he says, I'm going to marry into the Kennedy family. <laughs> check, check, and check. How did he know? Because he was already living it. He was already visualizing that he was already there and already doing it. And it just, it's unbelievable when we really know. And I got a thousand true stories like that, that people have just, you know, changed the world. If you're not changing, if you don't get up in the morning, you're not changing the world, go back to bed, get drunk, do whatever you're going to do because you're a waste of time. Anybody can change the world. It's all insight and it's all state of mind. That's what it is. Yeah. I love it. Well, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take the, that next step towards these dreams and goals, who would they be and how would they help? <clears throat> well, it's funny because I answered differently. I've had to think about that question. Keep an open mind, guide of what I'm about to say. Hitler. And I'll tell you why Hitler. What he did, horrible. Not even talking about that. What I'm talking about is how did that man hold a country in the palm of his hands? You've been on Facebook. You've been on social media. You can't get millions of people overnight. He did. And he kept them there. And I would like to pick his brains about that only, that side of him, by just being able to do that. Because that is an absolute gift. It really is. And I'd say the same Second one would be Trump. You know, I, I don't like him as a politician. That's just my personal view. But I love him as a businessman because he uses neuroscience to a certain degree. 
It's like when he was on his the stage with all them other contenders and they were all there uh, and he started calling people names. And this was like the second debate. And the minute he did that, I turned around to my wife and I said, he's won it, he's, won it. he's going to be president. And this is just, no, it's impossible. He can't do it. He was so clever. And it's horrible bringing somebody down. I, I don't never do it. I used to do it when I was drunk. But the way he manipulated the mindset of everybody on the stage was mind-blowing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, those two responses will actually come out in a question we're going to ask later. But for now... We're jumping into our thriving three. So the first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Um, let's go for a book. because Alcoholics Anonymous has a, a blue book. They call it the big book. And it's full of how to recover from alcoholism. And I say that as our best book on educational uh, surfaces because it's one of the, the best pieces of literature. And I studied for 27 years to be who I am regarding neuroscience. Uh, that I've ever read. So I would definitely say that was definitely intriguing. And uh, yeah, that, that, that would be my first choice book every single time, I think, just for educational purposes. Love it. And what's one way you like to take care of yourself? Music has always been at my heart, but I do hit the gym every, every three days. I'm 61 now. I've lost almost 100 pounds in the last 12 months, uh, you know, going to the gym and, and stuff like that, eating properly, because I wanted to be, and there's the mindset again, the best six-year-old around, you know, in shape and everything like that. And uh, I've got, I think I've got there. I'm not 100% sure, but when I see people my age in the gym or in around town or speak to somebody, the 61-year-olds out there, no, they don't look anything like me and they don't have the passion that I have. And they, they're just being alive every single day and, you know, having this amazing life. It's such, I just, I just, I want to make sure that I, I nourish the body and the brain. And the third one I'll sneak in there is oxygen because oxygen is just being looked into scientifically. But we've, we've seen Gary Brecker is a friend of mine. And uh, when any disease or cancers or tumors in the body, when oxygen is present, none of them can grow any further. We only breathe 25% of our lung capacity. <laughs> Imagine breathing 100% when oxygen is present, no other disease or illnesses can go any further than they are so i make sure i do that every morning as well that is so interesting that you said that because i remember wim hof when covid came out mm. he was like shoot me with the virus and i'll stop it in my body within like 30 seconds with deep breathing yes and he, yeah he was 100 confident in that fact which was crazy to me it blew my mind yeah oxygen is very powerful i always carry uh, we do our boost every single morning, every afternoon. It's a pure oxygen thing. The brain lives, the body's alive. You know, it's just, it change, it's a game changer for me. It's a game changer. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it too? Have that conversation with Trump to understand kind of how he uses neuroscience and influence in his life. I think, uh, I know for a fact that uh, I could possibly get to him eventually emailing or calling because I have worked uh, for the government. I have worked at high level with them guys. Uh, so I would just, I'm, I'm hoping one day maybe I'm that blown out of the water with what I'm doing. And so far I'm more advanced than any other people's doing that. We're going to get, a, you know, call me one day. That's I truly believe that. And I'm visualizing the call and I'm visualizing me sitting down one day <coughs> and, uh, 
making sure that I ask that question. I visualize going on uh, the Joe Rogan show, and apparently January is when I'm on. No contact, no, don't didn't pay to get on there, just visualized it, and apparently my guy's telling me it's happening in January, so powerful. I will definitely ask that question one day. That's amazing. You're going to be on the Joe Rogan show in uh, January? I'll yeah. make sure to tune into that episode. I'm going to mention you. <laughs> now, this might be a good podcast, Joe, but let me tell you about Timmy Douglas' <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> life with love let's do it guys <laughs> i love it i love it well now we're gonna jump into our final series of questions and i'm actually curious to see how you answer some of these i didn't send them beforehand they can get a little personal so if you don't yeah. want to answer you can just pass that's totally fine i'm gonna ask them now the first one is what is one limiting belief that continues to pop up in your life if any one limited belief that won't leave me alone is never seeing my youngest daughter again. It keeps coming up that it's not going to happen. And the limited belief around that, every time it pops up, it gets lower and lower and lower. And uh, I, I'm kind of living that right now, but I keep hope. Now, I must say, just add to that real quick, that my eldest daughter, who was taken off me at the age of three, um, and I'd not seen for 29, 30 years or something, contacted me three years ago on Messenger, and we we met and phenomenal meeting. And then I met my three-month-old granddaughter. And uh, about a year ago, she became my lead therapist in my British Manchester office. So yeah, limited belief is uh, is is the is the is the, the youngest daughter, I think. I got you. And do you want, do you have two daughters or do you have more children? Two daughters, yeah. I have two daughters. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so do you think that fear of never seeing your youngest daughter again comes from the relationship you have with the older? Does it come from a past? <laughs> Where does it come from? It comes from uh, the trauma regarding that situation that I don't deserve to see, you know, all of them because mom still doesn't forgive me. And, and I agree with her. I did some horrible things. Um, so it's hard to fight that, that belief, you know, when it comes, I'm just like, well, maybe this is one that's not going to happen. So, you know, I have to keep strong about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Do you have any actions that reinforce that belief? Maybe they happen on a daily, mm. weekly, monthly, or <laughs> once or twice a year, but you have that thought, you have that belief. It makes you feel something, and then you act based on those beliefs <clears throat> and feelings. I believe that I'm doing the right thing with other people, with other families. People think we're in the addiction industry. We're not. We're in the putting back families together industry. So I've reunited so many families, seven, like I said, out of seven and a half thousand patients, maybe 4,000 of them. We put families back together, me and my team, uh, that somebody up there, God, universe, Uncle Jimmy, will see fit for this as a reward coming towards the end of my career or something. That That's that's the one step that that keeps me hoping that, you know, I'm doing the right thing today. I really am. And hopefully that will come to fruition. Gotcha. So no actions really stemming from the limiting belief, but more the flip side, the abundant yes. belief of like, I'm going to put families together. Your action yes. stems from that. Yes, <laughs> definitely. I love it. I love it. And if you were to change that limiting belief, never seeing your youngest daughter again, into an abundant phrase that really spoke to your heart, what would that phrase be? That's a great question. Um, families reunite 
when they reunite is has purpose. I think I'd go around that that couple of lines when it has purpose, when you have love, when it has depth and weight, when you're not just, you know, she doesn't come to you for money and I don't go to her just to get in contact. When it comes together uh, as a love bonding uh, exercise, I think that's it for me, I think. Mm, I really like that. That mm. is a really good answer. Family reunited when the reunification has purpose, love, yes. depth, and weight. It sounds better when you say it. But yeah, <laughs> definitely. That, that sounded awesome. Yeah, that, that's what I meant to say. But yeah, you said it better than me, but truly, truly believe in that. Definitely. There we go. There we go. I love it. Last question about limiting beliefs. When you feel that belief start to take over the never seeing your youngest daughter again, what thoughts or actions do you resort to in order to take back control and refocus on abundance? Uh, well, it's it answer neural pathways for me, the 7.3 second rule of any self-sabotaging thought, and that would be a self-sabotaging thought as failure. Um, I, I quickly, I have actually a band which I snap, a rubber band snap that I wear during the day that's redirects neural pathways um, away from that thought pattern. So it brings me back up again. So, uh, and I'm always asking my daughter how mom is and how, you know, her sister is, you know, I'm keeping them lines open. Uh, I'm just keeping my heart open, you know, and 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 seeing what can happen. But I do feel, uh, I do feel very positive about it, and I do think that bonding will take place once again. There we go, and we got one last question for you. you awesome. <laughs> Here we go. So I want to frame it before I ask it. So Alex Hormozzi said that the difference between manipulation and help is intent. And he was getting at the fact that when you're influencing people in both situations, manipulation is more about there's something I want you to do and I'm going to get you to do it. And then help is yeah. more about figuring out what they want to do and then helping them get to where they want to be. Now, there's a common saying that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I actually found out from Dr. Alan Leica, who is a guest on the show, that you can make horses drink. You just have to salt their oats. Now... I want you to think of a person with a really fixed mindset, not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change, but they hate their life. They're discontent with where they're at. How can we, you and I, create an environment to salt their oats and help them change their life? Wow. After 2000 podcasts, I think that's the best question ever. Nobody's asked that. <laughs> wow. I, I, I truly believe salt in the oats. Never heard that before. That sounds brilliant. I'm with you, but it, it's all about uh, it's all about level of consciousness, and it, and you know the way you look at things today. Most people come to me in that state. There's no doubt about that, <clears throat> and um, it's about showing somebody what life's about. It's about showing somebody that they can do certain things. It's about, and this is the big one to me. It's about exciting people that they can do this. You know, it's just it, it's it's going in with the whole deal going, here's my life. I'm willing to take you along. And whatever happens, you will not fail. Now, when people hear that, something happens in the mind that changes that little thought pattern. Like, what? Why is this guy taking interest in me? What, he says I can do this. And then we go out and make that happen. Uh, case in point, we had a young guy in Dallas that was working with, and he, ne he was 24, 25, never had a girlfriend. Couldn't speak to girls. Very, very shy. You know, had an alcohol problem. I uh, didn't think he was going to mount to anything or anything like that. And this is what we did. I will go to, I will do anything to make you believe that you can do something. So I hired 
an Irish bar in Dallas, Trinity Hall. And they, me and the owner are good friends. So we kind of hired an area. <clears throat> and what we did is I brought uh, 12 girls in, all paid for, friends of friends who were paid for to come in as actresses. And we sat at all the tables drinking and eating. When we walked on, we walked in about 30 minutes after everyone was settled, looked like a normal pub, just looked like a normal pub. So we went to the bar and I said to this guy, okay, so when I talk about women and talk about that you personally can attract anybody, let me prove a point. And I, I said, look around. Uh, and I said, if you, in a real world of, 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 I can't say his name, you, what girlfriend would you pick straight away? The blonde girl over there, you know, same age as me, 26, 24. She's beautiful. And I grabbed him by the arm and we walked over. And he was like, no, 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 no. And we sat down. Now she's all clued in. And a friend is all clued in. And this guy owns a, he loves Mustangs. So we went over and we sat down. And I said, hey, girls, you don't mind, do you? Just want to come over. I'll buy, I'll buy everything. Just come over to chat. And he said, of course, they knew. So no, no, sit down, sit down. So he sat down. And the first girl said, hey, listen, I just need to go and check the car. I'm not leaving my Mustang out there without, you know. And he went, what? Must you drive Mustang? That's all it took to me. So them two were talking all night. We ate, we paid, we left them alone for a bit. They were never going to date, you know. But he had that much confidence when he come home. He was buzzing all the way home. Three days later, he asked a girl on a date in a pub. It worked out and they got married. I don't care what I have to do. You are <laughs> going to see the real you. You are going to see how easy it is to live your best life ever. And whatever I've got to do, I will do. You know, I will do. And you can change minds so quickly. We had a, you know what Texas is like in Dr. Pepper? Oh my God, it's like Angel. Don't just speak to me about Coke. We, we had a guy coming in and this was a this was for a magazine. And we asked him if he would take place. And he said, yeah, didn't know what it was about. Came in every morning. Okay, Dr. Pepper, please. My staff got Dr. Pepper every morning, every, without fail, doesn't drink Coke. So we took him out. My driver took him out. Uh, down in the elevator, they came out. We put a poster of Coca-Cola on the wall on the left-hand side that he just walked through. Didn't see it, peripheral vision only. We got him in the car and he said, we're just going to drive you around Dallas, show you the sights. We drove him around four billboards of Coca-Cola. And then he had a tape that he was playing in the car that had a Coca-Cola commercial on it. We got back to the offices and we had left a discarded Coke can on the side so we could see the name as he got into the elevator. When he walked in the office, my assistant said, what do you want to drink? And he said, ah, give me a Coke. Boom. <laughs> End of story. So I can change any mind. I can rewire somebody's brain within around two to three weeks and then permanently rewire that for success. Period. That's it. That's what I do, you know? And that, for me, is creating lives and families. That is putting back families together. Because now the, the guy going in the bar has got the confidence to ask somebody out, what else can he do that he's not had the confidence to do? Because I know when I got my first girlfriend, I, I, I knew I could crush the world. I could do anything. Because they had this new partner. It was a great feeling. And uh, you can do anything you want. You literally can, you know? You might need a push from me. Or if anybody else does that, because some people say that's a bit dangerous. I'm like, nope, it's awesome. And I don't care what Texas board said or anything like that. I don't care. <laughs> we are we are saving lives and building communities here. So <laughs> I love um, it. I love it. That's awesome. So how do you come up with these ideas? Like, 
both of those instances were very different. Like one, you kind of curated a whole bar and like there were 12 women in there specifically for that guy. And then the other, it was just kind of like little impressions of Coke here and there. How do you come up with like the specific situation for that person that will help them take that next step? I think it's going into their beliefs, the basal ganglia, repetition, strength and confirm part of the brain. And we find out what would be your best life. So if I have a magic wand now and I was to wave it, what would you ask for? I'd ask for the girlfriend, I'd ask for a house, I'd ask for the CEO, I'd ask for this. Then what we do, <clears throat> none of our programs are the same. They're all built around the actual patient. That's why we only take on four to six patients at any one time for 90 days. And we build a program around his. And I think, okay, I've spoken to this guy six or seven times because it's a daily program, one hour a day for 90 days. And I get to build a character around him. And then I look at how can we place or how can we put things in place that this guy's going to notice but doesn't know we're doing it? So he thinks it's either fake or really is that good. Then we bombard him from the minute he walks through the door. One of my girls will go over and go, hey, wow, you have you lost weight or something? Hey, Mark, whoa, look at them shoes, man. Where'd you get them shoes from, John? Oh, oh, yeah, I've got whatever it is before they get into my office. They're a 10 out of 10 on a happiness scale. Okay, yeah. so let's say they wanted to be a manager of a store, but there was only the assistant. We would actually call in a manager when he walked in. Because I'm like, hey, you could be manager of this. John, you've got that many skills. You can manage all of this. Thought patterns have been placed mm. already. Okay, so now we can kind of visualize it because repetition strengthens and confirms the idea on a daily basis. And what happens, we look for the job he wants. Then we go hunting. And sorry, guys, this might be inside information. You might, might, some people might hate me for this. We go hunting the CEO of that company. And then we get our guy to contact him through messenger. So he's straight into the desk with no, no reception. It's nothing. Get that conversation going. Find out if he's into golf. Say, say the CEO's into golf. He's a golf player. See it all on his Facebook. Get my guy to contact him and say, hey, I know you like golf. I played at the Open or something like that. Connection made. The mirroring part of the brain joins. Click. That's a conversation. They'll get in the job. So all sneaky stuff like that because the end result is proving my point that i don't care who you are i will rewire your brain and turn you into that person that you want to be end of story boom baby boom baby i love it <laughs> <laughs> well awesome dr rob that's all we got for you so is there anything else that you want to chat about before we? oh god yeah that's let's stay till midnight listen um <clears throat> So I want, I want to say a couple of things that, that I usually say on, on good podcasts. So obviously I love this podcast. So if you're one of them guys at home and you're listening to this or girls at home and you're getting quite desperate and you're drinking and using or you don't think you amount to anything, you don't think you're going to um, improve in life or you're just stuck in a rut. First of all, I want to apologize to you because somebody's put that there. We are born with million dollar minds. Why do you hang around with 10 cent minds? Okay. So if you're one of them guys, there is a way out. So here's what I do. People go, oh, it's good that you give back, Dr. Rob. That's awesome. I give more than back. So if you're in that place, if you're in that rut, I will give you a 10-minute pep talk that will change your life. And you know something? If it doesn't, I'll refund your money and give that book to somebody else, first of all, okay? All right, I've got her in the office. Here's my personal cell phone number. 
It's 214-600-0210. Text me. Always best to text and I'll call you back. And I'm going to how many people text me. I will change your day in 10 minutes. I'm never going to try and sell you anything. I think we're booked up until 2026. But as my part of giving back and me knowing I can change your life, text, let me call you for 10, 15 minutes and I'll change your perspective on life and I'll change your direction on life, period. I want to say that. And the second, when they took my children off and to me, uh, I'd gotten them back off my wife the day before because she'd left. And I remember going in the kitchen, putting them in front of the TV and, and opening the fridge and having one beer. Three days later, the police kicked the door down. The children not being fed for two days or changed diapers. Uh, and I was drinking constantly. So they took my children off me. And when they were, there was police there, caregivers, there was uh, authorities there. The, her, the wife was there with a mom. And my daughter says uh, three things when she's walking down the path. She says, daddy, daddy, please don't go. And then, and because she's walking with mommy's hand up here. And then she turned around again halfway down. She says, Daddy, Daddy, please get better. And as they got to the gate, they opened this big gate on our house. And she turned around one more time and says, Daddy, Daddy, please stop drinking. That's the name of the book, Daddy, Daddy, please stop drinking. We don't take a dime from that book. Not one dime. You know all the time, don't you? Well, the profits go to charity. That means after everybody has had their bit, nine, one, one cent of the, the dollar will go to charity. Every single dime spent on that book goes back out into the communities around America and England. So it's a great book to buy. It's on the website, robkelly.com, R-O-B-B-K-E-L-L-Y.com. Jump on there. You'll see me on TV. You'll see all my radio stuff, my podcasts and educational stuff. You know, I, I just literally, personally want to help. So... The company is this. It's my best friend. She's my psychotherapist, lives in England. My daughter, Charlie. My sister, Sandra. My wife and her best friend run the company. Let my family help your family. And if you're a wife or somebody who's struggling, because everyone forgets about the family. What about the family? As a wife or girlfriend, or if it's the other way around, you can call my staff. Usually my wife takes that call 20 times a day for the next 10 years. We will never charge you. We just want to help you. So if you're in that place, you don't know where to turn, what do I do? Call a company, call the office, get transferred to my wife. My wife will spend all the time in the world with you to give you a direction on what can happen and what the best route for you to take it. And people think we're crazy when we do that. And people think we're crazy when we offer a money back guarantee. This isn't about the money. It never was about the money. This is about us having something that nobody else has got that we want to give away. You know, and as much knowledge, knowledge is power. Then what's knowledge you get about trauma, homelessness, addiction, food, sex, porn, whatever it is, the more information you know how your brain is responding to that and why you are addicted to that becomes very powerful. And once we change that in you, you know, and for the wives and girlfriends, you need the information to talk through your nights when you cry yourself to sleep, the nights when you worry yourself to death. You know, you need someone to speak to. Let us be that, that, that person. Let us be that company that walks you through this hand in hand. And all we want from you is for you to live your best life, because for us, that's paid in full. Mm. I love it. I love it. Well, Dr. Rob, thanks so much for coming on the show. 
Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Some great questions, by the way. I'm, I'm still blown away with some of them questions. It's uh, amazing. You're, you're an amazing guy, man. And your podcast is amazing. And, you know, me and you are going to meet very soon because uh, an actual fast two weeks time, I'm in Dallas. I think it's two weeks time. I might be this week. I'm driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis around the racetrack down there. You've got so in Fort Worth. Well, who knows? I may secretly come and stalk you. I mean, find you. <laughs> There we go. There we go. Well, awesome. You guys are listening to this. If you loved what Dr. Rob had to say, make sure to give him a call. Check out the book. Buy a copy for you and your friend. Make sure to rate and review it and share it on social media so we can get the message out there. Help as many people as possible. Thank you guys for watching the show. We will see you on the next one. On that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.